How many of us want to see the world come to Jesus? Raise your hand. Oh, good. You know, I would be worried if you say, you know, well, Gabriel, you see, I came to Elam because, you know, I want to learn more about God. And since Elam is Noah's uh, bridal institute, maybe find a spouse, you know, that I, I, I would be worried if that was your answer. But it's amazing to see that all of us want to see the world come to Christ. And in fact, this is our job. This is our task. We are called to share the gospel. Um, what is the, 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 the well-known passage in the Bible that all of us know? Well, I hope all of us know. For God so loved the world that he... Whatever you say, I don't know if you spoke in tongues or not, but that is it. Okay, this is what Mark sixteen fifteen says. It says, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Now, John 20, 21 says, peace be with you. This is Jesus speaking. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. You, you are like, Gabriel, are you talking about like missions or evangelism? I thought this was supposed to be a worship. Well, I'm glad you asked. Yes, but there is a connection between evangelism and worship. But first, as we read those chapters, or, 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 as we read those verses, we need to remember that the Lord is calling you and I to be evangelists. That's our job. We need to share the gospel. Don't forget that. But also, Jesus is calling us to be worshipers. Luke 4, 8 says, um, Jesus answered, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Hebrews thirteen fifteen says, Through Jesus, therefore, let us continually offer to God a sacrifice of praise, the fruit of lips that openly prophesies his name. We are called to be worshipers. This is what John 4, 23 says. Yet, you know this verse, we have talked a little bit about this. Yet a time is coming and has come when through worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And catch this, this is the key right there. For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. The Lord is also calling us to be worshipers. So in other words, the Lord is calling you and I to be worship evangelists. We are his church. You know, Church doesn't mean a building. Do you know that? Church is not a building. Church is not something you go. And though it's a nice building, and I have visited some churches, and they are really nice, good-looking. I consider the top good-looking. <laughs> but church is not a building. It's us. It's, it signifies what God's people are. We are the church. Us. It starts with us. And that's why... 
it's important to remember that the Lord is calling us to be worship evangelists. Listen to this quote. Worship should be the goal of evangelism, while evangelism is the result of worship. I'm going to say one more time for people in the back. <laughs> worship should be the goal of evangelism, while evangelism is the result of worship. Brother Dick, in his book, Developing a Christian Philosophy of Music, which I recommend you take that class. You're welcome, Brother Dick. No, he didn't tell me to say that. But take that class. It's really good. In his book, Brother Dick says this. The gospel is a call to worship. And the fruit of the gospel should be worshipers. I'm going to say it again. The gospel is a call to worship. And the fruit of the gospel should be worshipers. You see, this is the real spirit of the gospel. To produce worshipers, so then these worshipers will go to the world to make more worshipers. We need to understand this truth. We need to understand that God is not looking for mere converts. He's not satisfied only if we call people to follow Jesus or like to be born again. He goes deeper. He was looking for people who worship in spirit and truth. And that's the first step we need to understand. You know, when I was young, hopefully not too long ago, I used to have a passion for, like, evangelism. I still do, but I used to have even more. I used to preach the gospel to every living creature that moved. Adults, kids, babies, even my dog, I used to preach the gospel to him. I know, I am the kind of a person that is the weird person that talks to animals. You're welcome. I used to say to my dog, my, my dog was eating, you know, I used to say to him, do you know Jesus Christ? So hopefully, um, you know, my, my dog goes to heaven. <laughs> well, I will leave that discussion for Pastor Tim. But I used to be just content with leading people to, to Christ. I will share the gospel with them. And then after I was done sharing the gospel, I will go to my next target. You know? The problem with that was that many of my friends that I shared the gospel will go back to their old ways. You know, will go back to, uh, hopefully that didn't offend that baby. It will go back to their old ways. They will be saved, but then right after, they will just go back. And the reason that that happened was because I was mainly looking for turning people into Christ. I wasn't looking for developing worshipers, which is our job. Again, we are called to develop worshipers. We have the task from Jesus. We're evangelists. And we need to produce worshipers. Remember again, the gospel is a, is a call to worship. And the fruit of the gospel should be worshipers. Okay. You say, well, that's, that's really nice, Gabriel. But what does it mean to be worship evangelist? 
Well, before we go into it, we need to define a little bit of what worship is. We were hearing yesterday from Pastor Tim and from Brother Dick, which you guys did an amazing job and, you know, set up the bar really high. Thank you very much. <laughs> what is worship? I'm going to open that up. So you need to speak out. In your opinion, what is worship? Any takers? Not all at the same time. A way of giving glory to God. Good. Who else? Expressing thanks to God. Good. Serving with a whole heart. That's really good. This is how I define worship. And it's, it's, kind of, it's a little bit hard to define worship because it's so big. But I try my best. And I stole a little bit that from Brother Dick. Um. But this is how I define worship. Worship is the act and attitude of wholeheartedly giving ourselves to God in spirit, soul, and body. Again, the act and attitude of wholeheartedly giving ourselves to God in spirit, soul, and body. To put it simple, it is the expression of our love to God, which involves what? Mind, soul, spirit. Now, let's define evangelism. I have it this way. It's the activity of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ and calling mankind to wholehearted devotion to him. Again, it is the activity of proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ and calling mankind to wholehearted devotion to him. Therefore, worship evangelism can be defined as wholehearted worshipers calling the whole world to wholehearted worship. Once again, wholehearted worshipers calling the whole world to wholehearted worship. This starts with us. We need to meet God. And then we need to really, truly worship God. And then we go out to share the gospel so that we can make more worshipers. This is the heart of being a worship evangelist. As the church are called away from sin and idolatry and our old ways to come to have fellowship with the believers, to get equipped, to get trained. That's why you are in Bible school. So that one day we can take everything we learn and go to the world. Go to Ecuador. But you have a house there. You're welcome. And make more worshipers. Does that make sense? But we cannot... Go out and preach the gospel if we don't become worshipers first. Matthew 5.16 says, let your light shine upon men so they can see your good deeds and glorify the Father who is in heaven. It starts with us. We need to change and we were, we were saying yesterday and, and the day before that 
Worship is beyond music, of course. It starts with us, our lifestyle. We need to change our lifestyle. We need to renounce sin. I'm not saying you never will struggle with temptations, because even I do struggle with temptations. <gasps> but don't say anything to anybody. Even I struggle with temptations. But that's not my lifestyle. Our lifestyle should be different. As we said, it should be an act to honoring the Lord. So it starts with us. Let's become worshipers. Let's be worshipers. So our good actions, our good works, can preach louder than our words. Um, Pope Francis of Assisi, you may have heard this quote. He said, go out to the world and preach the gospel. Use words only if necessary. Many people watch us. Like, I like this quote from my favorite Marvel character. You probably will know if I tell you in a moment. It says that with great power comes what? <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you. That's the thing. Us, we have great responsibility. The world is watching us. If we fight with each other, if we hate each other, if we lie, if we do interesting stuff, I was going to say stupid, but I want to say that. Interesting stuff. We won't be able to produce worshipers. It won't work. So it starts with us. So I started this message saying, how many of us want to see the whole world come to Jesus? That's what I, I started. So again, I'm going to ask you, how many of us want to see the world change for Jesus? Amen, right? So we need to be, do, we need to do what? Be, good job guys, be worship evangelist. We need to be worship, worshipers. Let's not call people only to believe. Let's call people to worship. That's the key right there. We need to stop asking people to believe in Christ, in a sense. We need to encourage people to worship. And what that doesn't mean, you know, when, um, when a new baby is born, what do you do usually when a new baby is born? The girls are like, oh, they are so cute. Yes, they are cute. No, Emily, Emily loves kids. Sometimes it's interesting because I'll be having a meeting and all of a sudden a kid will go running and everybody goes, aww. And I'm like, I'm here. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. When a new baby is born, you don't just leave them there. Yeah, he will grow up. Right? What do you do? You take care of him or her, Right? You nurture him. Make sure that you change the diaper. 
you don't leave it, we are, you know, it, uh, I'm just gonna wait to change the diaper later. It will go on and stone. You take care of, 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 that, of that kid. The same goes to us as worshipers. When you go and tell the world and ask uh, people to believe in Christ, you just don't leave them there like I did and go to your next target to share the gospel. You need to walk with this person. You need to invest your life. That's sometimes a problem with missions. I love missions. But the problem sometimes is that we go, we evangelize, and then we leave them there hoping that they will just grow up on their own. Like babies. And that many times doesn't work. You need to invest your time, your life, into this newborn. You need to teach him how to be worshipers. But again, it starts with who? Say it louder. I know you guys are tired. One more time. Exactly. It starts with us. We need to become worshipers first. Then we can go evangelize. You need to give your life to that person that you just um, that you just preach. So my encouragement today for all of us, including myself, is to share the gospel. It's two things, as I have been saying this a lot. It's two things. The first one is we need to become worshipers. As we were, as we were saying, and, you know, we have heard what, how the, the ways of worship and, 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 and the heart of worship and all that. And it begins with us. We need to be careful of our lifestyle. And then we need to go and preach the gospel so that we produce worshipers. Invest the time. Invest the time. Like Brother Dick said on Monday, you know, I challenge you to go to the lunchroom, he said, remember? And I ask you to sit with a person that you don't know. Be nice to them. I was like, oh, Brother Dick, okay, I will do that. But that's it. I love technology. I use, you know, MySpace. No, I don't use MySpace. <laughs> I use Facebook. I love technology. But it's so sad to me that now kids are growing up with technology. It's, it's sad to me to see how, you know, 8-year-old, 7-year-old are in their iPads. And you notice many times I'll be in the balcony up there. <laughs> and during the message, I see people. When I go to the lunchroom, I see people. And what happens with technology, he agrees, by the way. What happens with technology is that it makes us sometimes become cold and not invest in people. So I'm not saying don't use technology, not at all. Use it by all means. But don't let that device turn your heart cold for people. You need to invest time. 
If you have friends that you, the Lord is putting in, 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 in your mind, and you have friends that are unbelievers, and you have been talking to them about the gospel and trying to talk to, you, to them about Jesus, follow up with them. Don't let them go. Help them to be worshipers. And also help each other reminding ourselves that we need to become worshipers. And sometimes I know that we don't feel, you know, like it. Many times I will be in the front desk and I have a long day and I'm trying to do something and students will come and ask me funny questions. (laughs) And everything in me is like, but then I need to remember I am a worshiper. What can I do for you? <laughs> you see, worship, becoming worshippers does not depend on feelings. It depends on God's faithfulness first in our character. We need to make sure we preach the gospel without words so that we can go to the world and evangelize so that they can come in this time. Would you stand with me? I'm going to ask you to just bow down your, your head and close your eyes just to avoid all distractions, as I always say. If there is a person in your mind, if there is a friend in your mind that you have been sharing the gospel, lift them up to the Lord Jesus. And make the decision of not leaving them, but investing the time. Your energy so that they can become worshipers. And number two, I'm going to give you a minute because I'm almost done. So that we can ask God to help us become worshipers so we can impact the world and make them worship, worshipers. So just take a moment. And ask the Lord Jesus, Jesus, would you help me to become a worshiper? Lord Jesus, would you help me to become a worship evangelist? Would you change my heart, my mind? Because I can't do this alone. I, I just can't. Help me to battle temptation. To flee many times. Help my actions speak louder than my words. I give myself to you. I give myself to you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In your precious name we pray. Amen.